This is our devotional commentary for Numbers chapter 6. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the people of Israel, and say to them, When either a man or a woman makes a special vow, the vow of a Nazarite, to separate himself to the Lord, he shall separate himself from wine and strong drink. He shall drink no vinegar made from wine or strong drink, and shall not drink any juice of grapes or eat grapes, fresh or dried. All the days of his separation he shall eat nothing that is produced by the grapevine, not even the seeds or the skins. All the days of his vow of separation no razor shall touch his head. Until the time is completed for which he separates himself to the Lord, he shall be holy. He shall let the locks of hair of his head grow long. All the days that he separates himself to the Lord, he shall not go near a dead body, not even for his father or for his mother, for brother or sister, if they die, shall he make himself unclean, because his separation to God is on his head. All the days of his separation he is holy to the Lord. And if any man dies very suddenly beside him, and he defiles his consecrated head, then he shall shave his head on the day of his cleansing. On the seventh day he shall shave it. On the eighth day he shall bring two turtle doves or two pigeons to the priest to the entrance of the tent of meeting. And the priest shall offer one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering and make atonement for him because he sinned by reason of the dead body. And he shall consecrate his head that same day and separate himself to the Lord for the days of his separation and bring a male lamb, a year old, for a guilt offering. But the previous period shall be void, because his separation was defiled. And this is the law for the Nazarite. When the time of his separation has been completed, he shall be brought to the entrance of the tent of meeting, and he shall bring his gift to the Lord, one male lamb, a year old, without blemish, for a burnt offering, and one ewe lamb, a year old, without blemish, as a sin offering, and one ram without blemish, as a peace offering, and a basket of unleavened bread, loaves of fine flour mixed with oil, and unleavened wafers smeared with oil, and their grain offering and their drink offerings. And the priest shall bring them before the Lord and offer his sin offering and his burnt offering. And he shall offer the ram as a sacrifice of peace offering to the Lord with a basket of unleavened bread. The priest shall offer also its grain offering and its drink offering. And the Nazarite shall shave his consecrated head at the entrance of the tent of meeting, and shall take the hair from his consecrated head and put it on the fire that is under the sacrifice of the peace offering. And the priest shall take the shoulder of the ram when it is boiled, and one unleavened loaf out of the basket, and one unleavened wafer, and shall put them on the hands of the Nazarite after he has shaved the hair of his consecration. And the priest shall wave them for a wave offering before the Lord." They are a holy portion for the priest, together with the breast that is waved and the thigh that is contributed. And after that, the Nazarite may drink wine. This is the law of the Nazarite. But if he vows an offering to the Lord above his Nazarite vow, as he can afford, in exact accordance with the vow that he takes, then he shall do in addition to the law of the Nazarite. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, 
speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, Thus you shall bless the people of Israel. You shall say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So shall they put my name upon the people of Israel, and I will bless them. The Nazarites were the monks and nuns of ancient Israel. They were not priests, but laymen or women who consecrated themselves to the total service of God. The Nazarite vow described here in Numbers 6 was entirely voluntary. It was usually undertaken for a specific period of time, though sometimes for life. Samson, Samuel, John the Baptist are some of the more well-known Nazarites mentioned in Scripture. And the vows mentioned in the book of Acts at a couple places may, may also have been Nazarite. The word Nazarite means set apart. And the vow was designed to set someone apart for the Lord in an outstanding way. Positively, they were set apart as holy to God. Negatively, the Nazarites were separated from haircuts, corpses, and wine. How's that for an unlikely mixture of personal sacrifices? Of the three, keeping your distance from dead bodies might seem the least burdensome until you think of the hardship involved if a loved one died. D.A. Carson explains the symbolism like this. He says, one, that which is holy belongs exclusively to the Lord and his use. The symbol was the hair dedicated to the Lord and therefore not cut until it was offered in sacrifice. Two, that which is holy belongs to the living God, not to the realm of death and decay, which arise from the horror of sin. So the Nazarites were to abstain from coming into contact with dead persons. 3. That which is holy finds its center and delight in God. It does not need the artificial high of alcohol. Still less does it want to be controlled by anyone or anything other than God himself. To take a Nazarite vow was surely to live under the blessing of God. However, God's purpose was to bless not just these special men and women, but all his people daily. The short and beautiful prayer that ends the chapter is so familiar we may fail to appreciate the depth of its meaning. These priestly words teach us that God's presence is like sunshine. And if his face is shining, then he is smiling. To know that God's countenance is lifted toward us is to be assured not only that he's paying attention, but his facial expression is gracious and favorable. The crescendo of blessings culminates with the gift of peace, which means total well-being. This is a life resting in the goodness and sufficiency of the Lord. The threefold repetition of the divine name points us to the Trinity, a reminder that Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are of one mind and purpose to keep us 
and provide all that we need for this day. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com. And I'll meet you again next time as we abide living daily in the Word.